My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. This is Anushka Aurora. As always, lovely to have your company for the Sunrise Radio podcast. And this week, I have another special guest on the show. You are listening to Sunrise Radio with me, Anushka Aurora. And um, right now, I am joined by two very, very special guests uh, on the show. Uh, going by the name of Sona Mohapatra and Neeraj Sridhar. Welcome to Sunrise Radio. It is a pleasure to be speaking to both of you. Uh, how are both of you? Thank you. All well. Uh, really excited. Um, after song reaching, uh, how much you said? About 10 millions, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But more importantly, I think uh, one is nowadays there are too many of these placards of the millions of views and I don't think that is the ultimate uh, achievement of a song. Hmm. I believe that this is a song which will be timeless, which will play in the most beautiful occasions in, uh, you know, different celebratory occasions. And we are just at the onset of a festive season. And Neeraj, I must tell you, it's playing a lot on radio here. So the fact that it's finally reaching London and Sunrise Radio makes me very happy because in India, Anushka, I must plug this in. Hmm. Dholna has become the most uh, amongst the top uh, most radio played songs in the last 10-15 days wow so I think there's some top 20 countdown which I was never aware about uh-huh. uh, till the song entered into it mm. because uh, very rarely does a non-film song enter into that play because uh, the understanding here is the film songs are the ones which has the deeper pockets to make sure that it's that visible. But actually, I think, I think having said that, Sona, I have to disagree with you because I feel nowadays uh, there are so many independent singles that come out. Um, I just think that there's a lot more of them than the Bollywood songs, which I think is Absolutely. really good. That's just... It's turned in the last, I think many factors have played a role. Mm. Uh, In the last uh, year and a half, the pandemic itself has uh, given music in India a little bit of a breathing space. Music that exists outside of the uh, film narrative. Mm -hmm. And secondly, uh, uh, let me also say that film music in India has been going down the drain. Yes. Because of the fact that they've been depending only on playing it safe, not Mm -hmm. taking chances, wanting Mm -hmm. to remix old, uh, regurgitate old material rather than agree you know in any case celebrate original creativity mm-hmm. and thirdly and the most important uh, reason I would like to place out here is that for me uh, when Neeraj sent me this song 
I felt there was something very classic and old fashioned in a very beautiful way. Yeah. You know, be it the string section, be it the whole epic, a grand soundscape. And uh, I think it's only going to get bigger and better. In fact, people will forget the music video when the song will live on. Is my I mean that is kind of a controversial statement, but I do believe. <laughs> <laughs> so now you and controversy go hand in hand so don't worry. <laughs> exactly. Because I would I I'm very grateful for this music video but I would have loved to be in it with Neeraj with the music makers with mm. the you know video which yeah. focuses purely on the musicians. Yeah, but which then, uh, which is what you love doing right? Cuz when I saw this music video I did think this is quite different and this is it it's not very it's not what you normally do because you said in the making and the behind the scenes of the music video as well saying that you would have rather focused on and being with them rather than it being uh, a wedding kind of a video but i think equally it's really nice like you said it's got a very classic uh, old school vibe to it which i think makes it very very beautiful um and i think the music composition your voice they all it all goes hand in hand so i think overall it's worked really really well on to the creator of that beautiful song which is neeraj yes <laughs> because i think everybody knows him as this amazing singer yeah neeraj is so. can i just say it's an absolute honor to be speaking to you i mean your songs go Thank way you. way back uh you know to bombay vikings and i just remember growing up with those songs i used to visit my, oh my cousins God. in india oh. and these your songs used to be playing on the radio used to be coming on the tv channel so um it's really nice to know that your you know back on the music scene and you're doing stuff so tell me how did this song uh come about for you so firstly you said something that uh it makes me happy but at the same very time it pinches me hard when somebody says i've i've been listening to your music since i was in school no <laughs> 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 i would love you right here <laughs> no but what can we do I mean, we also have to get older the time and i think it's a good thing because uh, you gain a lot of experience you know uh, as you as you go further hmm. in life uh this actually this song was uh, these these people wanted to have uh, you know coinage i suppose if i'm pronouncing it right the record company uh, they approached me and they wanted to have a wedding song uh-huh. so they said uh, can you compose something guys uh, I had one line the whole night. You have a lot of songs when you go on YouTube or you check uh, on any format, uh, say be it uh, Spotify or Ghana dot com. Mm. I think you will find uh, another fifty donors there. Yeah, yeah. But I like the line, and um, as I started writing the lyrics and all that, all fell in place. I think it's uh, it just happened. I mean, I, I didn't put in. too many efforts in it but yes it was very challenging for me because i have i had not done you know i always say this word indiany <laughs> i had been uh, you know my background being from sweden doing rock music then jazz rock and then coming here and doing bollywood but i didn't do too many you know folkish kind of songs uh, so it was a challenge and uh, uh, the almighty just made it happen i, I and uh, I don't think music alone can take the song further and I'm really thankful to Sona for agreeing to do this song. I didn't know when they suggested me her name. I 
I almost jumped out of my seat. I said, would she sing it? Let me, <laughs> let's just find that out first. And they called me after, say, about two, three hours. And they said that they've spoken to Sona and she's ready to do the song. The next thing was that I said to the song. And to my surprise, she sent me back the song, <laughs> you know, all the vocals done in just a couple of hours. Wow. I think she, uh, she did this song in sort of kind of one go. You know, I mean, we musicians, we work with music all the time, but we know when somebody has, you know, sung it in bits and pieces. And you can make out in this song that she's sung it in one go because uh, what she explained, I think she will explain it to you better. That uh, what she told me as I started singing, Neeraj, it just happened. Oh. I just stopped singing. I told the guy, just keep rolling, <laughs> keep it happening. And uh, next thing, uh, I got the song and I heard it and the moment I put it into my arrangement window where we do the work mm. and uh, it was just a wow. It's a big wow all the way. I mean, I don't think the song would have reached where it has reached. Whether I mean, I, again, once again, like Sona said, we shouldn't be talking in numbers. Mm, mm. The kind of love this song has been given, it's because of, you know, Sona's very you know, special voice and the, and special way of singing. I think it did a lot. And I always say that I owe it to Sona. Salam. Oh, that is so kind. That's so special. That is typically Neeraj. But Anushka, yeah. I must tell you that when I heard the song, hmm. initially I felt um, that it's such a grand, beautiful soundscape, very classic. Mm -hmm. And uh, to throw a cliche, I almost, I, I mean, I think I told Neeraj, this is like one of those old world, uh, when I say old world, it's only in the most classic way, like a Karan Johar, you know, everybody's dressed up in <laughs> yeah. fancy clothes and dancing away. So I was like, I'm known to be this outlier. And uh, I don't even know whether I'll do justice to your song. But, you know, as he said, I walked in and I said, there's a story to be told here. What I found very special about the song was while it's a, uh, love song and it has this very filmy it's like really it's truly a super representation of this bollywood genre mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which when done well very rarely it's not being done well at all right now correct so, correct but uh you know when i started singing it what i found very special about neeraj's even writing forget about the fact that the composition was such a simple beautiful heart-wrenching one because it takes many colors as the song progresses. Mm. There's the celebratory chorus and dholna, dholna, and I'll sing it if you want. And then when you go into the antara, there is this whole, uh, you know, there's a pukar, there's a call out, mm -hmm. there is a feeling of uh, unrequited love. Mm -hmm. There is a drama and there is a, I thought there was a potential for certain storytelling, mm -hmm. which is not going to be possible if I'm just going to try and sing the most perfect uh, pitch correct rendition i wanted to just interpret it in one flow so that there's a certain story that i tell via the song and the lyrics specifically i thought you know very few people understand that craft wise in popular music you know having all these uh, very atrangi lyrics is cool sometimes but you know just to have a song which you don't even have to look at the paper to read. Mm -hmm. I could sing it in one go simply because it's written in such a simple, beautiful flow that you feel you can just tell a story. You don't have to stare at the paper or... Uh, because in the olden times, I understand, you know, songs... You know, people used to come for rehearsals and they yeah. used to sit in it until you really absorb it. Then by the time you sing it, you have reached a certain level of 
evolution you know mm. inside of you mm. spiritually as an artist to sing that song mm-hmm. however fancy that sounds it's it is and that's what happens in my own songs when i make songs uh, which are my own and which are not for a session or for which is why i've sung very few songs mm. i think in terms of commercial terms i must have all of uh you know probably 20 songs in the film landscape or 2025 mm-hmm. but uh, i i've never enjoyed singing them that much like my own songs because uh, when you make your own songs you live with it and mm-hmm. you grow with it and you tell something very special but neeraj's song felt like my own song despite mm-hmm. the fact that it didn't seem like mm-hmm. as he said very traditional uh, you know i don't think when traditional bollywood is my what my fans associate me with at all yeah, so i've yeah. been really pestering neeraj that neeraj the next one is you and me singing a really kickass duet <laughs> because you know right now bollywood has a shadiest of duets <laughs> where women only get two lines in yes correct neeraj exactly. who is such a gallant exactly. uh, gentleman i can expect a more balanced duet with him mm. <laughs> thanks for thanks thanks for bringing it to my notice <laughs> <laughs> So do you think going forward I mean is this stuff changing slowly or is it just there is it just stuck as to you know female singers like yourselves are just getting one one line as part of a song is it moving forward Actually we have I believe so Neeraj should answer actually well, I'll I have my own opinion the one story you know I I remember there's uh, I was very happy to sing only two lines mm. there was a song tumi ho bandu saka to yeah yeah Uh, you know when kavita came and she sang that song and they were they you know everybody was wanting to put more male vocals hmm. because you know the heroes the they should be in the forefront always and the heroine is somewhere in the background hmm. so but um, no thanks because she deepika was acting on it so that's why you know there were more female lines <laughs> and that happened for the first time and when they asked me would you sing those two liners i said i i have no problems i said i'd love to mm-hmm. you know even the singers should uh, you know uh, also come out and say i you know they, they don't have any such problem i have a lot of singers after you know having such you know little name and fame they they start to say no this you throw us a line or bada yaar char line aur likh do ye wo kar do and it should happen and i was very happy to sing those just two lines to me or bandu or four lines i think mm. the song was a chorus but still uh, i mean uh, i enjoy the most memorable chorus though i must say neeraj <laughs> because this is not about uh, you know uh, uh, confrontation with the fact that creatively whatever is right for a song should be taken forward and i believe india has had such a rich rich legacy in its yeah. uh, even bollywood tradition of i mean we are the land of lata mangeshkar and mm. asha ji unke bina banti nahi thi soundtrack exactly. so it's not as if we haven't uh, really celebrated female artists mm. we have and so does our audience it's yes. just been the last 10 15 years where i have been shocked to note that it's almost like as we have progressed in other fields we have regressed in the entertainment industry because yes. it's Very just right shocking right. that uh, even you know when we when i got that list of top 20 songs dolna has entered mm-hmm. uh, in uh, radio play in india across all radio channels i mean i didn't have to say much all i had to put it up and say just circle to there are just two songs which have a female voice in that top 20 list and a solo song mine was the only and i mean uh neeraj i must say uh, i cannot tell you how much love i feel in your in my heart no. you know even even in this song i almost assume i mean neeraj is making the song how can we not have him it's be the i'm also thinking in terms of 
always in terms of what the audience wants and mm. the audience loves neeraj you know mm. we did a little instagram live session and uh, i you know you just realize that we really underestimate how much india and our audience loves our musicians because they were literally like pouring love over neeraj saying oh my god neeraj this is it even when i heard like even just um uh, i i can't remember when this was i think it was a few months back neeraj you had come on uh, on the kapil sharma show as well with alisha chinoy and just see just be just see i was like these are the guys who like back in the 90 like you know it's it was so nice uh, to see you guys on there of course it feels good you know um, i was not that well that uh, particular day mm-hmm. uh, but that's why i couldn't be uh, you know i couldn't crack any jokes nothing because i was feeling really uh, bad i had a severe headache also and um, uh, bad throat as well uh-huh. which only all singers have when they have to go for some singing kind of a thing yeah So, so I'm just saying sarcastically because everybody has a bad throat including me. <laughs> no but but I I uh, like going back to the um, that subject. Uh I remember that when ever you know I was called to sing uh in a studio and all of a sudden I would hear you know just one or two lines of uh, a girl a female singer like there's a song called Tumile. So mm. one small thing comes and she comes and goes. I enjoy when you know if the song is ex- uh, you know expressive in terms of uh, a female's expressions, her way of singing, whether she's feeling sad or happy or naughty. Uh, I don't think that it's a good idea to involve some male into it. And now the fashion is that you get some. Uh, I don't want to name anybody but you get somebody to rap in between the male rapper. Bol do bol do. You know what happens is that I know I hear the other way round now Neeraj is the rapper who can barely rap who features the most beautiful part of the song is the melodic element of the woman mm. singing but she comes as the and there's always the bigger ego right now wins we're saying i can get a bigger bollywood actress to feature in it and that shows how bigger rapper i am oh, that's pretty much the trend now but you know i think the to coming coming back to more positive uh, things honestly anushka i think it's a cycle in the industry hmm. and uh, i what is brilliant is in the pandemic there has been a shift in terms of the audience finding and discovering music which is been created for music say yeah, and yeah. not uh, as part of a big you know like uh, posturing exercise of who can make the most brilliant video because uh-huh. just to share with you guys that the song i released before this uh, dholna was a simple ballad uh, called aise na the hmm. and i had gone to sikkim alone uh, to take a break and i just shot it on a, a phone you know the music video on the phone and that got me on the times square billboard because uh, that mm. song just found a lot of love uh, for for the music sake and not because it had the most fancy video yeah. i literally took yeah. a monopod and tripod and shot the video by myself mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i just think musicians have to own their own uh, journey and narrative and have mm-hmm. to be confident about their songs and of course the audiences have to find ways to discover new music because i also hear that the only people right now at least we are going through a transition with the, all the streaming platforms coming in the only age group that is 
looking for new songs is between as young as 17 or 18 to 28 at most mm-hmm. it's almost like after 28 people fall off and start running after their god, god knows what you know jobs and uh, world uh, tensions of the life because i just feel how can we make music for all age groups and all kinds of age groups should be able to have a soundtrack to their lives and mm. i think to that extent dolna is an easy win i call it easy mm-hmm. uh, because the first hurdle of it being a beautiful melody and the sing is one is that you know the festive season is around the corner we have diwali coming up we have a lot of parties and some amount of relief from the fact that hopefully most of us are vaccinated now and mm. we can all step out and let our hair down so no like definitely yeah. i agree happy song to dance to and yeah. just not think too intensely exactly know, exactly <laughs> and um, we sorry we're running really really short of time but just before i go i think it'd be really nice if you can sing a bit of dholna for us as well I would but <laughs> Neeraj it would be lovely if I could uh, hear you sing your song also because I've been singing it in every interview I'd like to listen to Dolna myself I just I was I just I just so smart you know I'm also trying I'm giving my I'm a contribution I'm contributing I listen about 5 6 times a day so so that's how it it has reached the 10 million mark ढोलना <laughs> weekdays on sunrise it is time to get flirty at 8:30 calling all singles are you ready to get flirty at 8:30 message the studio now and let the love doctor of sunrise help you find love That's right. It's time for me, the love doctor, to help someone find love, and we're going to have them on air right now. And I have got the lovely, lovely Nisha joining me. How are you doing, Nisha? I'm all right. I'm good. Thank you. Oh, good. I'm so glad to have you on board. Happy Sunday to you. How's how's your week been? Been good. Yes, been good. My daughter was doing Duke of Edinburgh, Edinburgh so I was busy with that. But, oh, yeah, excellent. Good. Oh, good luck to her as well. What was she doing for it? It just expedition that they have to walk for two days yesterday and today all day yesterday and half a day today. They had to so, they had to walk, did walk. you say? Yeah, about 14 or 14 15 kilometers. Wow, that's a, that they they're joining me. They they're hitting my level now. <laughs> yes. Oh, bless them. You know when you're young, right? That's a very long way. I remember once just have a memory of when I was a child in the in the forest of Dean doing a 5 mile walk and just being exhausted by the end of it. 
here. It was a hot day. I had no water with me. I forgot to take my pack lunch, and it was just like the most oh. hardest day of my life well, up until that point. Oh, my God. Oh, bless. Oh, well, listen, <laughs> it's it's a pleasure to have you here, right? So, uh, we're going to get flirty at 8.30 with you. So, my first question, as always, is that you were, of course, single, correct? Yeah. And I correct. assume you want a dashing man to enter your life as well, a dashing partner so that you can have an incredible relationship together, correct? Definitely, yes. So, okay, so my first question to you is, uh, tell me about the kind of person who would be your soulmate, you know, some of the deep qualities, like what are you looking for? What are the day-to-day things, the long-term things? What is it that makes you think someone is particularly special for you? normal genuine person really which is I'm finding very hard to find one single genuine person just normal what a girl wants like uh, she should uh, respect you should care about you and just little things really so uh, that's it really and should be handsome should be professional uh, educated yeah just and I prefer it to be vegetarian because I'm vegetarian and it's uh, not no, non-smoker, non-drinker. So these are the three qualities that are really, really, really important for me. Nice. I've got to tell you something as well. An old colleague of mine many years ago as well, he he and his wife, uh, they, they were married and stuff. And when they met, she was vegetarian, he's a meat eater. So they actually built two separate kitchens in their house. So he used to cook from one, she used to cook from the other. And that worked for them. So uh, just, I always say to everyone, be open-minded um, because you yeah. just never know. But I know what you mean. You ideally want someone who's vegetarian. Like me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vegan, non-smoker, non-drinker. So you no, want I'm someone really. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want someone like that, which is pretty cool. I like that. All right, so uh, next question to you then to find out a little bit more. I want you to tell me uh, one embarrassing moment from your life, one particular memory that stands out where you feel like a little bit embarrassed. What would you say? Um, I can't remember any of those really to be honest Uh, I don't know Uh, Alright so alternatively then in case you don't think of anything tell us uh, one fun quirky thing about yourself do you have any like special hidden talents any sort of um, unusual hobbies or anything like that that you have Um, nothing unusual really I like cooking I think most people find it boring but I enjoy it when I'm upset or I'm feeling a bit down I start cooking so. <laughs> oh, that's 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 unusual. So to 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 kind of quell yourself and make yourself feel yeah. better, you cook. That's an interesting yeah. one. So what would you normally cook? Like, what's a particular thing that you might make? Like, do you do do you like making sort of pastries and desserts, or do you like uh, main dishes and spicy dishes? And you know, like, what, what what would you normally cook then on a day when you're feeling down? Anything really. I just do the normal cooking anyway, the day-to-day cooking, like you uh, make vegetables and stuff. But I start cooking, like I make mati, shakkapare, pinya and stuff, you know, like start making mitai maybe something. So I just start making some long life things, you know, like which can be preserved and stuff. So I just start cooking. Nice. So let's let's face it then, your partner, whoever comes into your life is never going to go hungry, that's for sure. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> Mind you, they might. If they keep you happy, they may go hungry. Okay. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, listen. No, I love cooking. I love cooking anyway. Oh, okay, cool. That's good to know. So, e- even if you're happy, you will still cook, which we, we, we yeah. like. All right, cool. Definitely. All right, cool. Uh, next question for you. Uh, your date on your first date brings you a gift. What kind of gift would make you happy? Are you like flowers, chocolates, or something else? Um, 
Mitai. Oh, that's a good one. That's not an answer I've had before. Mitai. So there you go, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, if you like the sound of Nisha and you want to win her heart, bring her a box of nice Mitai. You know, head on over to Ealing Road or in South or Broadway. Go get some Mitai first and then. then um, yeah. Especially Moti Chorke Laddu. Uh, hang on, say that again. Moti Chorke Laddu. Laddu, you know? I know Laddu, but I don't know what the first bit is. Say that again. Okay, Moti Chur. It's a different kind of Laddu. So it's oh. called especially Moti Chorke Laddu, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, cool. You'll have to introduce me that to that one day, definitely. I'm looking yeah. forward to trying that. And um, okay. uh, uh, last, last but not least, what would you do to make your date feel special on a first date? On a first sight, probably uh, I wouldn't do any, like, I wouldn't dress up and stuff. So, apart from that, uh, on a first date, I probably would be too shy to do anything, maybe. So, uh, but, you wouldn't get him anything, or maybe even make him something, a little something that he could take away? Because that's something you could do, right? Um, well, on first day, I wouldn't, wouldn't meet him at my house, you see, so I can't make him anything. No, but you could so, take something. No, even if you're meeting, you could take something, right? Even if you're meeting for coffee, you could take one of your special dishes that you make and just give them some, right? Maybe second date, but not on a first date. Oh, so not on a first date. So, uh, you see, I'm about equality, right? So if I'm going to bring a lady flowers, I'd expect a little something too, right? No, I'm I'm teasing you. I'm I'm teasing (laughs) you. Completely teasing. Maybe on a first date. He's not going to bring me anything as well. Probably on the second one. I don't worry. I'm completely teasing you. I'm completely teasing you. So you don't worry about that at all. All right, cool. No worries. But I thought I'd put that out there as a question. So before we finish off, we just want to tell everyone uh, a little bit about you before we finish like you know just like you know um like you know where you're from exactly kind of thing you know so uh, and also uh like you know your approximate age or the age of per- the, the person you want to attract into life or something like that just something you want to share the practical stuff uh, before we finish off okay um so i live in buckinghamshire and um, i have two children uh, age of about 14 and 15 so I don't mind any divorce with children uh, so <laughs> I rather prefer with uh, children really and um, age wise um, I'm quite old but I don't look old so I'm looking somebody bit from about between say 42 to 52 all right, 40, yeah, 42 to 52. You are absolutely beautifully young at heart, inside and out, and you've got two adorable children as well, which is lovely to hear as well. So to any of the gentlemen out there, sort of aged between 42, 52, and perhaps you're sort of on the west side of London-ish. I mean, you could be further afield, of course, or, you know, slightly north. If you love the sound of Nisha, drop me a WhatsApp, and then I will aim to connect you two together. Does that sound okay? Is that good with yeah, you, Nisha? That's perfect, Amit. Thank you so much. No, listen, I want to say thank you to you for being so brave and coming on air and getting flirty at 8.30. And to anyone else out there who's listening to this as well, I hope you got a taste of what it's like to be flirty at 8.30. It is a lot less painful than it seems. Uh, But all you got to do is just come on air. You never know who is out there listening right now and may hear this message. It's not painful at all, Amit. It's not painful at all. Exactly. It's quite. I mean, it's just a pleasure and fun speaking to the love doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, right? Of course. (laughs) I love it. 
<laughs> well, listen, Nisha, I'm going to say thank you so much for joining me on air. Stay on hold. Um, don't go anywhere just yet. I'll speak to you off air. But in the meantime, you've been listening to Flirty at 8.30. You are listening to The Love Lounge with The Love Doctor. I've got a very special couple. They are my actually my auntie and uncle, and they're on the phone ready right now to do the couples challenge. It's time for the couples game. How well do you know your partner? Hello, auntie and uncle. How are you? Hello, Ahmed. How are you both? How are you keeping? Oh, very good. Thanks, Ahmed. How are you? Oh, very well. So this is my Arvin uncle and my auntie Sharon. How are you guys keeping? Are you? How's how's lockdown been for you guys? been good we've done a lot of gardening oh we do you know what we have too actually me and my wife have as, as well we've done a lot of stuff around the house in the garden during lockdown time so we've made uh, a very good use of it and i'm glad i'm glad you both have too uh, so thank you for joining me on the couples challenge now before we start the challenge and i'll explain everything in just a moment uh why don't you tell everyone um how long you both have been married uh, do you mean how long it feels like? Or <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I, both. How about both answers? <laughs> um, 43 years. We've been married 43 years. 43 years. That is incredible. So I have to ask you, what is, in your opinion, the, the secret to a long and successful happy marriage? Tough one. <laughs> uh, regular argument, but resolve them thereafter. I, I like that. I, I think that's true, right? You've got to learn to argue well and constructively yeah. in order to survive. I mean, it's only, uh, my wife and I've got an anniversary coming up soon, actually. It's only been four years for us, but that's something we've learned quite well. <laughs> but but I, I love that answer. Yeah, it feels like Leah I can remember vividly attending your wedding. Oh, I know, right? Even even I think back to it, it just feels like literally like six months ago. Some, yeah. some things feel like a very long time ago, and then some things feel like, you know, it was just yesterday. Our, our memories are so odd. Uh, but I, I, remember, I remember that day well, and I just wanted to also say thank you to you both, because you both uh, ste- always stepped up and just said, if you need anything, always contact us. So I wanted to say thank you for that as well i do remember that vividly um but listen your family your family amit oh you you are so both so sweet and i really appreciate that but now today i'm going to try and make this as painless as possible now it's a very simple game it's called the couples challenge how well do you know your partner and after 43 years we're going to find out how well you do know each other so how this is going to work is uh, one of you in a moment is going to volunteer to answer five questions while the other partner leaves the room and then once those questions have been answered we'll call the other partner back and they've got to try and guess what their partner answered does that make sense Okay. Okay. So who's going to be the one who's going to do the answering and who's got the tough job who's going to be doing the guessing? Okay. Okay. I think I will disappear from this room. Perfect. And leave auntie to answer the questions. Okay. Lovely. So Sharon, auntie, you're staying and let me know when uncle has left the room and just to kind of like make sure as well that he can't hear you, all right? So we can't cheat at all. Okay. Right. I'll whisper. Right, he's gone now. Okay, okay, perfect. Right, so we'll we'll know if he's cheating anyway, depending on the specificity of your answers. So here we go. Okay, so I'm going to ask you five very general questions about you, uh, and just give the answer to the best of your ability that you can, and then we'll just see how well Uncle knows you. Okay, so uh, question number one: uh, What is your favourite choice of like you know naughty food or your naughty go-to snack? Oh. 
Um, I think Indian sweets are my weakness. Oh, nice. Any specific one that you like at all that's like, you know, your go to? Um, well, I try not to have them too many in the house. Just they're there, I'll keep eating them. Um, <laughs> Any like penda, barfi, jalebi? Barfi, barfi, I think. Oh, nice. Okay, barfi. All right, I, we, we all love a bit of barfi, though, right? I mean, it's just, you know, it's irresistible. When it's there, you, it's hard to resist. Oh. All right, so <laughs> question number two uh, What is a bad habit that you have that your partner hates? Do you think um, he would say as well? What do you think he would actually say? Well, I don't have any bad habits, of course. Of course, naturally. I mean, come on, you know, what a rigid, ridiculous <laughs> statement of me. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't... Oh, that's tough. He doesn't like me being on the phone too much. Okay, so he thinks you, you spend too much time on the phone. Well, yeah, I don't spend too much time on the phone, but he thinks I He do. thinks he does. All right, okay, that's, that's fine. Yeah. All right, cool. That's a good answer, I think. Very good answer. Okay, so question number three. Uh, tell me one thing that is on your bucket list, you know, your list of things to do still in life. Like, so it could be to travel to a specific de- destination. It could be a skydive. It could be absolutely anything. What would you say? Um, I think travel, definitely more travel. And I think to Japan would be the first one. Oh, nice. Very nice indeed. It seems to be a very popular destination at the moment that people, I just hear people say all the time, I really want to go see Japan. Uh, but I love that. No worries. A tour question number four for you. Uh, what is the, and then this is a good one for you because you guys have been married so long, but what is the best holiday that you have both been on together? Best holiday destination? Um, mm, there have been lots of wonderful holidays. Um, I think I really enjoyed, years ago, uh, we went on a, a three-destination trip to Thailand, uh, Singapore and Penang. Okay, so should we, say the, uh, should we say the Far East trip? Far yeah. yeah, all right, cool, no worries. All right, so we'll say that and see if he gets that as well. And then uh, a last last but not least, something about you specifically. What is a favourite movie of yours you've seen no- a number of times that you could just watch it again and again at any time? Um, I think Indian movie, I do really like uh, Mughal Azam. Oh, hang on a minute, I've not heard of this. And what, say that again, what's it called? Mughal Azam. Okay, cool. Um, uh, by the way, is there another like an English one as well? English one. So mm-hmm. many hard to choose. Um, Just to give him a, a, a bit of shot as well. So in case he doesn't get this one, is there a, is there an English one that you like as well? You've seen several times. Um, okay, let's say something easy. Let's say Titanic. Oh, nice. Good choice. Good choice. I love it. Uh, all right. Cool. That is your five questions. We can we can put Uncle out of his misery now. So whenever you're ready, call him back into the room. Uh, and while, while you're doing that yes. as well, to, while you're doing that to all to everyone out there, this is how the couple's challenge work is that simple. So if you ever want to take part, just drop me a WhatsApp during the show and I will get you on. This is my auntie and uncle. They've been married 43 years. Incredible. And uh, they have come on to take on the couple's challenge. What a test, right? when you've been married this long I think it's harder the longer you've been married and just in my opinion but um, alright uncle are you there? 
Is he back yet? Alright, we're waiting for him to come back. I'm just dancing to the song. I just love the little jazzy number. Hello, mate. Hello, yes, you're there, Uncle Ryan. I was just dancing, entertaining my audience while we're waiting for you. Right, glad to have you back. Okay, could you hear anything when you were out of the room? Not really, no, no. I was. Uh, I left Sharon downstairs in the living room. I went upstairs. Nice, you know, you just went upstairs, had a nap, you know, had a, had a shave, shower, all the rest of it, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right okay cool so basically i asked sharon auntie five questions about her so i'm going to ask okay. you the same five questions and you've got to try and give me the answers that she gave okay okay all right so i first question number one i asked auntie i said uh, what is your favorite choice of naughty food or go-to snack when you have those moments what do you think she said what do you think she does? What does she normally go for? What does she reach for when she's just having one of those days and she has to just, you know, snack or, you know, have something in her hand to chew on, to munch on? Um, do you think it's I'd like... Say pin, peanuts, say. Peanuts, okay, interesting one. Interesting one, Peter. For you. Okay, sorry, sorry, I misunderstood. It's for Sharon Auntie. Oh, yes. She likes... Yes. She likes... Uh, um, things like uh, Bombay Mix Bombay, oh Bombay Mix We all love a bit of Bombay Mix Okay, cool I like that answer No problem at all I'll, I'll reveal the answers at the end, by the way Okay, so we're going to go through all of them And then we'll reveal your score at the end uh, So question number two uh, What is a bad habit that Sharon Auntie has That you th- you think she has, right? What is a bad habit? I asked her What is a bad habit that um, How do I word this now? I can't even word it in my own head <laughs> I normally get this right uh, What is a bad habit do you think she has anyway? Just tell me whatever you think I- I think this is that's an easy question. We just had a bit of a. I just I, I just told her off ten minutes ago for that, and that was playing around with her phone. Okay. She's, I just, she's, she's, uh, she gets messages from her friends. Every thirty seconds, the phone goes bing bing with messages, <laughs> and uh, and then she spends half an hour going through them all. So that's the most annoying I find. Okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it because that's such a young habit. That, that's like the complaint, um, you know, a major complaint of young couples as well. So it's nice to hear that you have this one as well. All right, cool. Question number three. Um, I asked Auntie to name one thing that was on her bucket list. And it could be anything, like it could be a particular activity or destina- holiday destination. What do you think she said? Um, we, uh, I think it's um, probably... Uh, holiday. We've been we've been discussing that either holiday or a cruise towards to the countries that we haven't been to. I'd say Japan and China, but I'd say Japan. Okay, cool. Japan, no problem at all. And question number four. Um, and I asked her a very related question. I said, up until now, what is the best holiday destination that you have both been on? Uh, or best holiday trip you've had, I suppose, as well. Yeah, there were, there were a couple, in fact. One was Far East, another one was Sri Lanka. I think the Far East one, I'd say, because it was, it was, it was for something like, it was a long period, something like three weeks. And oh, we nice. Bangkok, Penang, and Bangkok, Penang, and Singapore. Oh, lovely. So I think okay. I would... 
Let me say, I'll say that was the best holiday, I think. Okay, lovely. Let's talk about Nice. All righty. No problem at all. And last but not least, we're almost there. Uh, I asked her to name a favorite movie of hers that she has seen a number of times. She actually gave me two. So you've got an option here. She gave me uh, a Bollywood film, but also a Hollywood film. So what do you think she said? And if you say whichever one you say, you don't have to guess both, but whichever one you say, uh, if you get it right, you get the full point. Yeah. There were, well, recently, I think we saw two Indian films. One was uh, Madhurmati, and the other one was both old films. I think the other one was Mughal Azam. Okay, so Mughal Azam, yeah. We, or, don't, we, don't spend, we, we don't spend very much time in watching films, especially Indian films, because they take they take take like three hours. <laughs> but I think I would say I would say. Mughal Azam because she still sings those songs from that so I'd say Mughal Azam alrighty cool no worries so Mughal Azam I'm going to write that one down and there we go so you've basically answered uh, all the five questions so now I've got the very tough complex uh, task of totting up the scores so if you just bear with me a second uh, while I do that um, okay so uh, alright I think I have the results now and I'm going to do a drum roll but before I t- reveal the score how many out of five do you think you got I think the film one and about playing around with the phone was the easiest. So I think I'd say at least two. Okay, so you think you got at least two out of five, right? Okay, cool. So I can reveal to you. Let me just keep you in suspense a bit longer. We have to build this up, you know, make it very, very, very kind of nerve-wracking for you. But I can reveal to you while I do a manual drum roll on my desk that you scored. Are you ready for this? You scored yeah. four out of five. Wow! Not bad Yay. at all. Not bad at all. I am very impressed. I myself. I, what, what, I, do you know what impressed me there was what, how sure you were of some of those answers so I'll quickly reveal what they were Right, the, fir- the only one you got wrong was the first one she said in terms of her favourite naughty snack she said Indian sweets uh, so she didn't mention Bombay she didn't mention Bombay mix but that's what she said and then everything else you got right uh, the, the whole spending too much time on the phone uh, she also mentioned Japan the best holiday uh, sorry the bucket list the best holiday she mentioned Far East and the favourite movie she also mentioned Mughal arm as well so there you go you got your four out of five that is very very yeah. impressive i have to say uh, and can i just say as well you know speaking to you both it doesn't sound like you know you're a couple that has been married 43 years it sounds like you've been like married maybe five years like you just both so sound so young and vibrant together it sounds incredible i hope that me and my wife can sound just like you guys you know in 10 15 20 years time so i just want to say what a wonderful example you both are Thanks very much for that compliment. And as, as far as your, you two are concerned, I'm sure you will be. You sound, you sound, you always sound fully uh, charming made for each other made for each other oh, we, we are we, we have a very I have to say we do have a very loving relationship uh, and of course our little dog has added a new dimension for us as well which has been brilliant you know it's like we've got our own little right. fairy child uh, but he is he's a I, I don't know if you've seen the pictures on Facebook but he is just uh, a bundle of joy honestly he's just the most quirky dog I, I mean I've been around dogs all my life and uh, he's the most quirky dog I've ever come across uh, so he's added a whole new dimension but but, um, but honestly, I say that I look up to you guys as an example. And so I just want to say, though, more importantly, thank you for coming on the Couples Challenge. And to anyone else out there, what would you say to them if they're feeling a bit nervous about taking on the Couples Challenge? 
Nah, just just relax and and just talk normally as if you you know you're talking face to face with you. E- exactly, and, right? And pretend, pretend we're at home together or in the pub together. <laughs> exactly, that's right. That that's the way to do it. I love that. Auntie, uncle, just want to say one more time, thank you so much for being on the couples challenge. Uh stay on the line with me while I round this off, but uh there you go ladies and gentlemen. That is my Arvin uncle and Sharon auntie and they've been married 43 years and they took on the couples challenge and you can too. Want to take part in the couples game? Message the studio now on 07925-700-272. Let's see how well you know your partner. Let's see how well you know your partner. Catch our love guru, Amit Soda, between 7pm and 10pm every Sunday for that chill out zone. <laughs>